from the studios of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey and Indiana. Indiana. This is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for a Saturday, September 30th, the year 2017. Joined by the great Luke Morrow. I am Jeremy Schilling. Hello, sir. Well, hello there. Where in Indiana are you? Currently, I'm actually in Illinois, just outside Chicago. Oh. Uh, but we uh, are spending the weekend playing Valparaiso in Valparaiso, Indiana. There you go. A new place every day. Or something like uh, that. Pretty close, yeah. Life in sports. Uh, the Jets will face the Jaguars on Sunday, Luke. Um, and that is a very important matchup and could be an AFC championship preview. I guess you did not find that funny. You can't, you can't, I just, I, can you repeat that? I, 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 I don't think uh, I heard that correctly. Yeah, no. Uh, I was there last Sunday and the Jets actually played a full uh, a, a full um, 60 minutes of football. They were very impressive. Um, it was the Giants who laid a big fat old egg, um, but yeah, this this Jet team was great defensively against a Miami offense that looked horrible. If any of you have Miami offensive players on your fantasy team, I do not recommend them. They looked awful. Um, and Josh McCann and company, and they faced Luca Jacksonville team that throttled Baltimore in London. You know, I I, uh, I don't know which way to go on this Jacksonville team. I've been on the Jaguars bandwagon for the last couple of years, expecting them to be finally at least decent and get over the hump. And maybe this will be the year that they do it after the start that they've gotten up to. But I think this is a good matchup for the Jets. And by the end of the weekend, we'll actually be talking about, shockingly enough, a 500 New York Jet team because... For the Jaguars, what they've done really well this year is they finally ended up run game in Leonard Fournette. And that's taken the pressure off of Blake Bortles. And uh, in the two games that they won, they were able to get leads early and then just nurse that ground game and have Bortles do a lot less. Whereas in the loss against the Titans, where they got throttled, it was a 3-3 game of the half. They started to throw more Bortles, had a couple of turnovers in the second half, and looked like the Blake of old, and they ended up getting killed uh, at home. So for... The Jaguars, they need to run the ball to be successful, but as we've seen, the Jets have a pretty good run defense, so I like the Jets in this matchup. Yeah, game the Jets need to lose for the Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen sweepstakes, or, or, or Shaquan Barkley, but a game that they will probably win if they keep playing like they're playing. Luke, uh, your Vikings have had a topsy-turvy little up-and-down uh, start to the year. And um, this Sunday, uh, they face, excuse me, uh, my, my screen is getting slow here, the Detroit Lions in a key divisional battle. Your thoughts on this game? Well, I think it's a huge matchup, especially even this early in the season, because you look at the season last year for the Vikings, they lost in overtime to the Lions in the first game, in which they blew a lead in 23 seconds left. And then they lost the second game by, I think it was a field goal, in which Sam Bradford threw an interception while they were marching down the field in the final two minutes on Thanksgiving. And if the Vikings just won one of those two games against the Lions, they would have been in the playoffs instead of Detroit. So 
Yeah. Um, these are the games that swing the division. I think you have more so than the Vikings games against the Packers. And uh, they'll have Gabe Keenan going for them again, but you know they're a much different team at home as we've already seen. It's only been two games, and maybe not against the best defenses, but they're two home games this year, including one with Case Keenum. They're averaging almost 500 yards of total offense. Right now they have two of the top three receivers in the league statistically, and, of course, playing at home once again. But uh, against a very good and, I think, underrated line secondary, so this will be a, a big test for Case Keenum getting the spot started. Hopefully Sam Bradford can come back relatively soon. Are you concerned that Bradford doesn't, you know, that this is non-contact and this seems to be related to the previous knee injury? It's very odd because as he supposedly is feeling better, his practice participation is getting worse. He hasn't practiced now in about a week and a half, even though they, he, every time Mike Zimmer talks to the media, he's saying that Sam's feeling better and better each day. So it's a weird situation. Um, at first, it seemed like maybe it'd just be that one game in Pittsburgh that he missed. Now he's about to miss his third game. Hopefully, my hope is that he can come back next Monday. He'll have a couple extra days or at least one extra day to get ready for the Monday night game. Hopefully by then it'll be okay, but who really knows. It's a noisy venue you're in tonight. Yes, I'm in the lobby of a, a busy hotel here outside of Chicago. I love how you took the Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy line that you are in a busy hotel and dare not name the brand as they might violate a sponsorship that the Sunday Sprint has. <laughs> I won't say. Um, Carolina, New England. Um, this game fascinates me, and I, I, I don't quite know why. Carolina has shown some glimpses. New England looked like the New England of old last week. Uh, it really seems like when you tick a team off and when you tick a Bill, a Bill Belichick team off, it, they come with a vengeance the next week. They sure do. And, uh, you know, they're going up against the Panthers team that, to me, just isn't, isn't all that great. And a lot of people, I think you, you know, really myself included here in the offseason, with expecting a, a return back to the Norms of Carolina. But since that Super Bowl, Cam Newton has not been the same quarterback. And I don't know if it was that play where he refused to dive after the fumble and all the flags he took in the offseason that has gotten to him or what. But he's just not the same guy. Maybe a matchup with the shaky Patriots defense will help him get out of it. But to me, I think this is a pretty easy Patriots victory against the Carolina team that's still been disappointing. Um, isn't it interesting how... Sometimes in sports, losing can lead to winning. It, I feel like the Patriots showed their might last week only because they had not been playing very well. It's fascinating. This is what fascinates me about Bill Belichick, Tom Brady teams. They play their best when they've just messed up, not when they were at their best. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I think the same can be said or maybe expected. Right? I would say the Baltimore Ravens this weekend. I mean, they got embarrassed last week. They couldn't stop the run. And and what do you do following a week like that? We spent all week hitting in practice and, and getting better to stop the run, and they'll go up against the Steelers in a big game. So I think similar to what we saw from the Patriots, we'll see the same thing from the Ravens, where when you get embarrassed like that, I mean, you want to come out and hit somebody in the mouth, and I think uh, Baltimore will do that, like we've seen from New England throughout the years with Belichick. It will be interesting to see how that shakes out on Sunday afternoon. Um, where, where, where were we? We are moving on to Oakland and Denver. Uh, um, Oakland has looked uh, hit or miss. Um, I saw, I watched the game against the Jets where they looked like the perennial Super Bowl contender we all thought they were. And then last Sunday night, they got shellacked. Yeah, Oakland's got their problems right now. I mean, they haven't got the crowd game going. 
And maybe that's because of Marshall Lynch being a new addition and they're still kind of breaking it. Uh, but they interestingly on to Mari Cooper leads the league to draft passes. Derek Carr has been uh, the car that people were hoping for to take that step forward. And defensively, they've been really shaky. I believe they've allowed the fifth most points in the league. And Carr and that offense going up against the Broncos defense that has lost the fewest yards in the league. It's a very good Denver defense, especially at home. So they're only going to get tougher for the Raiders offense. And I like Denver at home that will drop the Raiders into, you don't want to say a tailspin, but a bit of some panic, I think, for that, that home base if they come off back-to-back losses. And don't you also think that this Denver team, it's been hot and cold too. It had that great performance against Dallas. Denver at home is a different team than Denver on the road. And if you want to assert yourself as a comeback contender under Trevor Simeon, you would think that this would be the right place to do it. And let me also add, Marshawn Lynch has to step up. Marshawn Lynch um, needs that week-to-week consistency. And as Peter Schrager said today on a, on a radio show, that's not been there thus far. No, and part of the problem, I think, is just opportunities. This has been three straight weeks now for the Raiders in which they've had a first down inside the five-yard line. And in three straight games on those possessions, Marshawn did not get a single carry of the three plays ran inside the five-yard line. What did you bring him back for? Give him the football close to the goal line. You saw the Seahawks make, obviously, that, that huge blunder in the Super Bowl. Uh, so I think Lynch needs to get some more touches. Maybe it's just because uh, he's new to the system. It's early in the year that they're kind of easing him in, but, but they should acclimate him uh, even more. It's, um, I, I think, too, he put a lot of pressure on himself coming in in a big spot like that, and sometimes it's hard to live up to said pressure. Washington, Kansas City on Monday Night Football. Washington surprised Kirk Cousin. A lot of people thought that this was a gap year before him leaving, but, but Jay Gruden's got this team actually functioning correctly. I like this Redskins team, and they kind of look like the Redskins team I was uh, expecting or hoping last week. In fact, they even surprised me. But you look at this matchup, and Washington is still the team with some questions, whereas Kansas City possibly may be the best team in the league right now or playing the best football in the league. Uh, and they're certainly not playing the best there, you know, top three or five. So the Chiefs at home, Monday Night Football, uh, I think it should be a good game. But the Redskins still a team with some questions to be answered, while I think the Chiefs are close to that, that total package at this time. I don't think we've talked about what um, um, what's his face, Kareem Hunt is, is that the running back who had the great opening night did on opening night he was, you know, sometimes you hear about these young guys, you don't know what you're going to get out of them, you got everything you could have asked for after him on opening night and now he's in a situation let me quickly get the stats up here um where he's got to be a running back to watch out for, and you got to play for that run because you've seen the potential. He's got 401 yards and four touchdowns already this year. Yeah, it came out of Toledo. He was actually the running back. The Vikings were going to go running back in the draft. He was the one I wanted them to draft. They ended up going with Dalvin Cook, of course, and those two both off to good start. Nice to see the NFL be uh, reinvigorated here with a lot of young, talented running backs, including Kareem Hunt, who will probably be the rookie of the year, especially if he gets up this pace. But he's just another playmaker Luke, I hate to inform you, but it's almost that time. We're going to the end of our radio program. Oh, no. I know. So, um, as a result, uh, what is your game of the day? I think it's tough this week. I'm going to go Titans-Texans in a big matchup in that division. 
You you really think the AFC South is that sexy enough to be termed the game of the day? I think it's that week of a slate um, on paper. I think that is a good matchup. Those two uh, are good teams in my eyes. Should be a good game. Okay, then. If you say so, my game of the day is Oakland and Denver. What is your sleeper game? My sleeper game is Cowboys Rams. I like that. Dallas has not looked very good, especially the running game. Everybody thought that offensive line might have problems, and lo and behold, they have. It'll be interesting to see how that one uh, shakes out. What is your game to watch the President's Cup golf tournament during? Yes, if it was one week later, NBC could flex out of it. They cannot. It's only week four. That is a horrible football game. If Seattle doesn't win that game, they don't deserve to do anything this year. Um, and finally, your survivor game, which could be that game too. Exactly. The word that I'm about, Seattle, I mean, if you don't win the team, just pack up the organization for the rest of the year. Um, and then your player to watch. Player to watch. You know, I'll say Jared Goff. Probably the most meaningful game of his short career so far. Yeah. See if uh, what he's doing is legitimate so far for these first three weeks because they have looked really good on offense. Odell Beckham Jr. If you want to get like Russell Westbrook, you got to behave. OBJ has not behaved. He is aggravating Giants brass. Not good. You got that right. Didn't always, always behave. Um, are you a fan of these London games? We've got a London game, uh, New Orleans, Miami. I know you've not been a fan in the past. Um, uh, did anything about last week's 44 to 7 game excite you? Uh, not at all. I hate these games. The only thing I do like is that it provides, uh, uh, whatever it's called when you have four straight games starting at 9.30 in the morning. Uh, that's nice, but the games are lousy. Uh, the travel stupid. It's uh, just everything's about it. No good. Luke, we thank you as always, and we'll see you next week on the Sunday Sprint. Already looking forward to it. Enjoy your football Sunday, everybody.